Yes. What's Manx? First okay. footing, Diane? Manx. First footing. First. Isle of Man. Oh. Well, isn't that something now? It's the first person to enter the home of a household on New Year's Day is seen as the bringer of good fortune for the coming year. That person is seen as the bringer of good fortune? Yeah. Well, so if I wait till midnight and then I <laughs> go out like to check the mail or something like that and then come back in, I could be that guy? And I get all the cookies? You don't get them all. Why not? <laughs> what did you, that's what you said. That was the first thing you said. I got myself a cup of coffee here and I'm going to take me a sip. <laughs> the cookies on the shortbread cookies on the table belong to the first footer guy. Yeah, ham and eggs. Right? Maybe I'll give you one. You know, I'll be generous. Share the wealth. Maybe I'll give you two. Generally, the first foot should be a tall, dark-haired male who is not already in the house when midnight Aww, strikes. come on! <laughs> That's not okay. Who do we know that doesn't like shortbread that we could invite over? <laughs> I'm not tall, I'm not dark-haired. <laughs> Oh, hush! It doesn't seem fair at all. In spite of that, it's 8.56 a.m. Saturday, December the 31st, 2022. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. That was high. It was. Why not? Yeah, I got it. It's the grand extravaganza. The the New Year's Eve blowout. Oh, (laughs) let's go to Dick Clark there in Times Square. Oh wait, Dick's not uh, Dick's not uh, stepping up to the microphone. What's the deal? Oh yeah, he's dead. (laughs) He is. I know he is. No need to say with well, such you can't emphasis. Ex- can't expect him to, you know, to his watch the ball drop when he's uh, his ball already dropped. Whoa, whoa, whoa. hey, hey, take it easy. <clears throat> so here we are, sitting where we always sit in the comfy chairs. The comfy chair, and uh, surrounded by the. Fairy flex, the twinkle lights, the the little bits and, and, and bobs. And a little of, bit more because it's been the, you know, the Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. We still got some uh, elves and little tomtas hanging around. A couple of Saint Nicholases, uh, you know, for your trouble. And uh, yeah, change back from your dollar. All of that is happening on this festive. Festive and feckened week. <laughs> Sorry. Festive week here in Lake Abundance. It has been a festive week, hasn't it? It has been a very festive okay, week. Okay, see? Now there you go. What are you doing? Oh, I was just going to look at the calendar because last, you know, we we wouldn't have even had Christmas Day by yeah, last, last week. Last, last week, week it was Christmas Eve. It's amazing how much happens within a week. When it's you, true. Because I mean, you're have, thinking, wow, Christmas was, was this week? There were significant uh, gatherings, a couple of them. Christmas Day, we had a 
powerful group of individuals over here, including uh, Tremaine, who we got to meet and who I think I think he scored heavily here in the family. Oh, he's scored heavily. Yes, I think he's done very well, and uh, so no worries. You know, I think we should. Uh, me and I are going to get get together for golf this coming week, and uh, you know, what? like <laughs> men do. <laughs> Neither of us have ever played golf, but uh, we thought, what the heck? Might be of the putt-putt variety, but, you know, still a manly sport. I think it's more likely that you'll go to a Mariners game with him. Ah, that could be. That could be tons of fun. I would enjoy that very much. I've never been to, you know, whatever it's called now. Formerly Safeco Field now, T-Mobile Park or something. I've never been inside. Never been there, Diane. You been there? I have not been. See? Yes. So. Well, we sort of had a... a so it was, it was a lovely Christmas feast. Yeah. Not unlike our Thanksgiving feast. Not unlike. Yes. But my son On James... On purpose, because we always like that. Yes. Meeting. My son James was here, and Brad was with his family, so he couldn't, uh, he couldn't make it. But Paul was here, and Sue, and Alice. It was a, it was a strong day of of interaction and fun fun and quality um, comestibles wouldn't you say i would yeah. i would say and then uh, on boxing day i got a call from my old friend karen harrison she and her longtime partner gilles were in town uh, to visiting karen's brother i believe chris who lives here in shoreline and they said well, hey we wanted to come over and I said, yeah, come on over. And so, and then I, we had been in touch with Jim and Katie during the day. They were at a memorial gathering for our friend, mutual friend John Strongbow that evening, uh, earlier that evening, but uh, the, Jim came over after. So we had Jim and Karen and Gilles, and we did some talking and we did some singing. And it was, uh, it was a very, uh, it was a revitalizing event for me personally. I think I needed that kind of an evening. Um, don't you think? Well, you should say something eventually. Well, I'll I, just say over to you, Diane, at this point. <laughs> because I don't well, know. Well, Karen know. and Sheil, uh, when they come over, they they have some pieces that they worked out with you in harmonies before. Well, this is... Previous years, are, right? This, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. This goes back to college. Where when Karen and I uh, used to do coffee house performances together, and uh, yes, there are songs that we have sung for forty years now um, that we were singing again. Felt good to sing, although I was not playing the guitar. So Crosby, Stills and Nash, Nash and Young, and James, uh, James Taylor, Taylor. Yeah. and it was just lovely. It was lovely to be an audience member of that. Yeah, it was. And Jim came a little later because he had been at the um, at the memorial service for John. Yeah. And he just played one song, right? I, I don't so. remember him playing more than yeah, one. Well, we, we, you know, it wasn't all music. We did it wasn't some... all music, but it was very spirited talk. It was spirited talk. And uh, so spirited that even though I had to get up the next day at 4.30, I stayed up till midnight. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
It was a it was a, a revitalizing event in my life. So I appreciate all those friends for being a part of this week. And thereafter, the conversation, the conversations that have been sparked, Jim and I carried on by email. That's true. You guys were communicating all the next day while I was at work. Yeah. Doing a jab, which is also fun. I like our job. Not the next day, because the yeah. next day I was working. No. It was the day after that Nuh-uh. that I carried on. Yeah. Uh-uh. Nope. I worked on Tuesday. No. <laughs> okay. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. That's not the way it happened. Yeah. Okay, so you worked. I worked and then had carried on the conversation the next day. I see. Got it. Anyway. Yes. And then there was, you know, Friday. Friday happened. And here we are. An abundant weekend in Lake Abundance. It's been wonderful. It has been good. And now it's, uh, we're closing down 2022. And it seems like the consensus of opinion is, so what? But what are you going to do? Who's consensus of opinion? Just the the vibe I've been getting off of uh, the general public. You know. So we'll just have to see if 2023 is going to be a banner year or another year of relative gloom and doom. I don't believe that at all. Okay, then. I believe that every year is... Well, pump it up then. Here we go. (laughs) Come on. I believe every year is full of joy and full of sorrow and full of, you know... Fraction. I wonder if Pope Gregory you know, has any idea of the havoc he hath wrought by making the calendar so important. You know, calendars, Diane, I don't know what, what calendars, you know, that's the thing. Well, but yeah, today is that... also, we should also mention that today is D- Demetrius Swiger's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Demetra. birthday to Demetrius. Well, I just... I really feel really that there do. is a purpose for the marking of time. Okay. I think people like having feelings of a time of reflection. What has happened during this this period of time? Yeah. Because a year goes by awfully fast. True. And, or when you're a child, it goes by awfully slow. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're when you're looking back at a year and thinking of all the things that happen. For example, I was just reading an article about all the people who have have died this year. And I wasn't even aware of some of them. Um, Robert Morse, who was uh, a big Broadway star when I was a kid, and I really enjoyed some of the movies he was in um, when I was young. And I didn't even know that he had passed. And I feel like you you have a chance to kind of reflect upon what's happened, the the entrances, the exits, the the joyful things that happened, the not joyful things. But people, it's weird because people almost like ball it up and say, oh, well, 22, uh, 2022, that was a loser year. And I never feel like a, any year is a loser year. Okay. Right. I don't. I'm cheered up, okay? I'm cheered up. <laughs> you retired in 2022. so that was, I did. That was a major transition, a passage 
uh... Yeah, I just feel like every year, I mean, I, I always believed that what Dickens wrote in um, Tale of Two Cities that is often quoted yes. is one of the best quotes ever. And now I'm going to find it and read it. I see. So that we can remind ourselves that, you know, just because there have been some situations, usually in the political world. Oh, yeah, that... <laughs> which is pretty much, I mean, it's almost fictional at this point. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. We had everything before us. We had nothing before us. We were all going direct to heaven. We were all going direct the other way. In short, the period was so far like the present period that some of its noisiest authorities insisted on its being received for good or evil in the superlative degree of comparison only. Okay. All right. You made your point, I think. Well, I just feel like, you know, the reason why I've loved that quote for so long, because people always know about it was the best of times, it was the worst of times. Right. But... When you hear that whole quote, and you realize how long ago Charles Dickens wrote it, and he was writing it about the French Revolution years. And so I feel like everybody's always thinking we are the superlative in having things go good or ill, when in fact it's just human condition at all times. It's just the so. ebb and flow of the entirety of things. And then it makes me wonder a lot of times whether you would even have the joyous occasions without the the winters, you know, the, the joy of the spring without the winter of despair. And, you know, you have to sort of let the, the let, whole let, world let, come to you. Let the pendulum swing. And be awed by it all. <clears throat> For good or ill. Well, I think you know that I am more your way of thinking than... I just was... In the interactions I've had with other people at the office and, you know, people I've talked to and stuff, they just, you know... I have not felt that people were eager or as anticipatory as perhaps they had been different times. Well... You know, so it's just a more of an observational thing. That I yeah, was, for me, I don't think that... I have anticipation as much as, once again, just a time to reflect. Yeah. I mean, for example, I got this beautiful message from my, uh, a New Year's animated card, beautiful card that I got from one of my dear friends, Hope, yeah. with a beautiful sentiment and just in reflection of our friendship and <clears throat> what that friendship means to her. And I think that these these markings of time, like birthdays or New Year's or any occasion, anniversaries, it's just the time to reflect and actually comment upon your reflection rather than just letting life pass you by. So that's the way I feel about the calendar year. I think it's wonderful, actually. Mm -hmm. Just different markers to have you reflect a little about what 
what has passed. Well put. Well put. So are we partying tonight or what? I think we'll be more in quiet meditation of oh. the past year. Do you but have party There'll be shortbread cookies? There'll be shortbread well, cookies. Well, there's the party right there. I mean, I don't have to, we don't have to get somebody to come over, somebody tall and dark and, you know, who wasn't here prior has to come over at midnight or 12.01 in order to scarf the shortbread. We're going to still break out the cookies for we, us. We are. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm just checking because you said that this whole thing about there has to be somebody else has to show up. Then they get all the cookies. Well, the reason why I was them. even thinking about it is that I was looking up songs for um, for today. Yeah. And I was just typing in New Year's Eve songs. Because I was wondering, what is a good New Year's Eve song besides Old Lang Syne? Yeah. Which is sort of... It's a little, a little hackneyed. A little, little tired. Yeah. 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 And uh, and I came across this this little site that was talking about Scottish traditions, but then it had Old Lang Syne as the song. But it talked about the fact that you should have shortbread cookies on your table. That that was custom, that you must have shortbread cookies on your table. This is a Scottish thing? Yeah. So it's it's not Scandinavian? No, it's Scottish. I thought you were saying it was Scandinavian. No. Okay. I've got Scottish and Scandinavian roots, so I'm interested in both. And uh, and I thought, wow, we've even got some shortbread. Yeah. We've got some shortbread left over from Christmas, and it's good shortbread too. It is good shortbread from Little Ray's Bakery. Little Ray's. Little Ray's. Praise be to Little Ray's. So I was, you know, being the crack research team I am. Right. I was I was thinking, why shortbread at New Year? And there was actually, people ask, why is shortbread at New Year? Right. And the custom of eating shortbread at New Year has its origins in the ancient pagan Yule cakes, which symbolized the suns. And Scotland is traditionally offered to first footers at the New Year. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is this wonderful animated card that I still send out that I love that shows sort of the, the traditions of the first footing um, tradition in Scotland and uh, it's just fascinating and so it says the origins of first footing is uncertain although there may be a connection to the Viking invasion of the British Isles this mm. may be go back to the time of the Vikings when the arrival of a blonde stranger at your door would be the cause of fear and alarm whenever a public ritual is suppressed many continue it at another date many customs of first footing bringing coal, knocking on doors, groups singing Old Lang Syne to pass from the old to the new are parallel to those of Samhain, the Celtic New Year, for which fuel is gathered, food collected by reciting verses door to door, and a ritual fire lit to welcome the crossing, the threshold to the next world. So they think that there's some, some um, similarities so it said the tradition of first footing and how it's conducted varies from place to place. Generally, a tall, dark-haired male is preferred over a man with light hair or even a woman. There are regional variations about hair color of the first foot, although generally they must be male. Uh, the first 
uh, it, often it is expected that they will bring symbolic gifts and be given food and drink in return by the inhabitants of the house they visit. The first foot doesn't enter the house empty-handed. Any first footers who do arrive empty-handed will bring bad luck with them. So we'll have to, you know, bar the door against anyone yeah. who's not bringing gifts. Instead, the first foot should bring a selection of gifts for the household, which can include a silver coin, shortbread or a black bun, salt, coal, and a drink, usually whiskey. They represent prosperity, food, flavor, warmth for the house, and good cheer. The whiskey is used to toast the new year. Whiskey. But I just, I find it, I, as everybody knows, I'm just fascinated by customs and traditions and mythologies. And, and I like this, although I uh, don't think that we could do it in America because, you know, we'd have to. We'd have to call somebody in advance. Could you come over with some gifts, please? Yeah. <laughs> but still, you know, I mean, and it 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 does uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, assume there's an assumption there that we will be partying at midnight, Diane. So I mean, if we were up at midnight, all the lights were on, we were singing and raising a ruckus, maybe we'd get a first footer, you know. It could be a tall, dark police officer coming to tell us that the neighbors are complaining. Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. And he would bring nothing in hand. Bring us a gift of handcuffs. You boy. Warrants. That's good coffee. And uh, And he would generally issue in a bad year. So I think that my idea of going to bed early is better. Well, I'm just saying. I haven't stayed up. I haven't either. For for the new year in many a year. And when I did used to stay up. Yeah. Uh, my favorite times of staying up were one time when I was uh, in high school, my brother had one friend over, Dennis Howes, and I had one friend over, my friend Helen. And we stayed up pretty much till the crack of dawn. Mm. And um, I remember I remember it so vividly. What were your parents doing? Sleeping. <laughs> Because when we when we went to bed, my dad was just getting up, and I uh, and we crossed him in the hallway, my friend Helen and I. And I mean, they were thrilled because you know we were there. They yeah. we weren't making a ruckus. We were just right. talking in front of the fire, and and my brother and his friend Dennis wove a long, long tale. My brother was really great at concocting stories spontaneously Hmm. and so he had this one story that he and dennis would do called the purple flower and it would just be this long rambling thing they just keep on going and going and going you know bringing in all sorts of different characters and wow it was just like a lifetime um explained before your eyes and it was fascinating and then the other occasions were the ones at Victory Music when we had the New Year's Eve parties right. that uh, were non-alcoholic and we had uh, sparkling apple cider and everybody would get some uh, confetti and noisemakers and hats and we used to have uh, a face painter come in and uh, paint faces for everybody and it was a blast. Yeah. And I... Uh, did 
did that for like five, six years, I think. And because actually it came, that whole idea came up while I was with Chris. It had not been done before. Hmm. And, and Dick and Tammy and Shirley were thrilled to have that at the antique because they, not only they, did they get a whole lot of people, we actually had to take reservations in advance because yeah. we couldn't um, be over capacity for the be end, over capacity. Yeah. And uh, they got a lot of people, but then their children could be in the room and and be part of the celebration, which is always my memory is spending New Year's Eves with Chayla yeah. and and the rest of her uh, her cousins, and I just loved that. I loved being able to be with all the kids and and listen to music until midnight. It was a blast. Yeah. Good dames. Good dames. So the music today, I was, uh, as I had mentioned earlier, I was not wanting to do Old Lang Syne because I love the song. I mean, it's a beautiful song. But everybody plays it during this time. And I thought... What is a song that we could play? And and uh, I have a randomizer on songs that I listen to, and all of a sudden, the parting glass came up, mm. um, a version of it by the Wailing Jennings. And I thought, wow, the parting glass, that is a really nice, sort of like toasting the, the old year away, you know, the parting glass of the year. And... Uh, so that also made me think about rewatching Ned, uh, Waking Ned Divine, which I, a movie I dearly love. Yeah, that was good. That makes me laugh and and is just wonderful. But the uh, the parting glass pay, plays a significant part in the very last scene. So um, I listened to a bunch of versions actually, and one of the ones I listened to was by the Clancy Brothers and Tommy Macon. And I really considered that one because they, the Clancy Brothers were the ones who really brought the Irish traditional music to America or they're seen as the ones who popularized it. But this version that is by the High Kings just is so gorgeous. I yeah. couldn't, couldn't resist this one. So, Happy New Year to everybody. Happy, Happy New Year! Of all the money that ever I had, I spent it in good company. And all the harm I've ever done, Alas, it was to none but me And all I've done For want of wit To memory now I can't recall So fill to me the parting glass Good night and joy be to you all.
So fill to me the parting glass And drink a health whate'er befalls Then gently rise and softly call Good night and joy be to you all Of all the comrades that it I had They're sorry for my going away And all the sweethearts that e'er I had They'd wish me one more day to stay But since it fell into my lot That I should rise and you should not I'll gently rise and softly call Good night and joy be to you all Fill to me the parting glass And drink a health whate'er befalls Then gently rise and softly call Good night and joy be to Yeah.